It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes. Hi, everybody. And welcome back to another week of my podcast where I talk about everything to do with me and what's important to me. And this week is going to be interesting. (laughs) So I don't know if it's interesting or not, but we're going to talk about it. So let's get right into it. So, darlings, I've been dealing with some depression this week, and um, it hits me in different ways. So I thought I would tell you guys a little bit about kind of how I (laughs) how I've been um, and how that works with me and kind of how it it is. Um, This is not a full blown depressive episode. I don't know what what you want to call it. Um, it's not fully in the dark place, uh, where I'm like in my room staring at the ceiling, like writing suicide notes that I'll like in my mind that I'll never actually write. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very bleak. It sounds very bleak, but that, um, that's sometimes where you go. And so this time was one of those moments that, um, I'm like skirting the drain, but I haven't fallen in. Um, so I, I, (laughs) I knew it was there and I am really good at putting on my fake face dead behind the eyes, but with a smile on my face and doing what needs to be done. So I, I got through work, no problems. Um, Wednesday night, I hung out with Scott and all of the gayish boys over uh, in the chat room on World of Warcraft as if nothing had happened. And, but it was nothing like I immediately just and I just kind of skirted away and hid in the dark. Um, the, the normal things that help me through this, I try to find things that are comforting and stimulating. So all the normal things weren't working. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Great, Great British Bake Off, uh, any type of I, I love a good cooking show. Uh, cooking show slash documentaries like uh, Street Food Asia or Street Food Latin America on Netflix are brilliant for that. They're so calming. They're so relaxing and just wasn't working. So um, World of Warcraft was really wasn't working. I, I spent a lot of time in World of Warcraft flying around in circles and not completing anything because I just had no motivation to do anything. And so it was just weird. Yesterday, I'm like, I'm going to take a nap and then I'm going to try and work on my podcast. I napped for four hours, got up, went and got two hot dogs because it's all I could think about was getting a hot dog. Came home and went right back to bed. (laughs) That's the day. (laughs) Um, And and speaking of food, it's always that weird time too because, um, so first of all, I had a moment. (laughs) I had a moment where I cried. I'll tell you about my crying moment and you guys are going to laugh at me because it's so stupid. Um, Last time I ordered from DoorDash, I was at Cam and Corey's house, which sideways, by the way, they're in Salem right now, enjoying the Halloween splendidness of Salem. So jealous. I am so jealous that I'm, I'm happy for them having a family vacation. I'm very, very jealous. But <laughs> moving on. Um, 
So I hadn't changed my address. So I ordered food and it was delivered to their house. And then I texted them and I'm like, the food's going to be delivered to your guys' house. Um, can you just hold on to it? I'll come get it after work. And then I just cried, cried because I'm just like, I just wanted my food and my drink. <laughs> I just wanted my, this is going to sound crazy, my fried bologna sandwich, french fries and a drink. It's all I wanted. <laughs> and potato salad. And then uh, I went and picked it up. They had kept it in the fridge for me. And then it made me sick. <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds so crazy. I never had it before, but everyone talked about, oh, fried, fried bologna is the best thing ever. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Um, it tasted like a bologna sandwich to me. Uh, so I just had that moment. Uh, like I, today, all I could think about all day today is I wanted a burger. Like it's all I could think about is I wanted a burger. So I had a burger delivered today and I was so like, it was, it was exactly what you wanted. Um, just, but I ate nothing but crap. <laughs> so, darlings, I will say that what helped me get out of it, um, since all the normal things didn't work, uh, uh, and, and this time, I will say what worked this time, I will say prepping for this show helped a lot today. Oh, God, it helped a lot today. I, I spent a lot of time pulling up my two minutes of news, finding the right two minutes of news stories. Um, I don't know what's going on because many of them are more sexual not really sexual but like about beautiful men um which is very me <laughs> but more than normal um a little little distracted uh <laughs> digmatized as 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 johnny mcgovern says um but yeah that was very it was very the two minutes of news prep um and then it was like my main topic i want to talk about audiobooks uh because we kind of hinted on it last week and i thought i'd go into it a little bit uh, and the audiobooks that I love, and I was just having fun, like, pulling those up and, like, should I play some audio from those? No, I don't want to get in trouble for that. Those are probably a little crazier, but I can talk about them. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to play the Two Minutes News for you guys, which I recorded maybe an hour ago. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I seem to be in a better mood now than I was then. So we'll see how it goes. And then we will go into our main topic. So here we go, darlings. You rock. <laughs> Two minutes of news. Yes. In her fifth consecutive win, RuPaul dedicates her Emmy to the late drag queen Chi-Chi Devane and urges viewers to vote. CBS quickly removes all references to Noah Purvis, one of their stars on Love Island after it's outed that he had a gay porn past. So the difference between Love Island and the difference in porn is there's less censorship in porn. But either way, he's getting fucked. Actors Max Parker and Chris Mokri, starred in the British show proper Emmerdale, played brothers on a show but were dating in real life. Supernatural boys, you're next. Boxer Mike Tyson says the 2020 election will be his first time voting and that he's very proud. I never thought I could because of my felony record, he said. This is why you all need to find out if you think that you're ineligible to vote, make sure. The Federal Election Commission is now investigating Mitch McConnell's election campaign for apparent excessive, prohibited, and inadmissible contributions that are exceeding the legal limits. I really hope that something sticks because someone as greasy and slimy as him, usually everything just falls off. 
Blizzard co-founder Mike Morhain, who stepped down back in 2008, is now back with his new gaming company, Dreamhaven, overseeing projects packed full of former Blizzard talent. So excited! International male model Reno Gold is now making $100,000 a month on OnlyFans and has proved to the world that behind that beautiful, tan, silky skin, there's some brains. Despite pledge to support Black Lives Matter, Nextdoor Studios rehires racist Trump-supporting gay porn star Jake Porter, proving that they're all full of shit. A 70-year-old man is suing after a flesh-eating bacteria infected him in a hospital, resulting in the loss of his penis. Now, I've heard about high medical bills, taking an arm and a leg, but a penis? This is ridiculous. Famous YouTube channel The Happy Scientist Educator has been indicted for federal child porn charges after thousands of images of child porn were found on his computer. And finally, actor Francois Arnold comes out as bisexual. The actor from the show Borgias and Midnight Texas and Schitt's Creek is living his truth and we're so proud. Oh, I remember that episode of Midnight Texas where he was in just his boxers and he was tied to the chair and he was, he was so sweaty and glistening and smooth and tight, a little scruffy around the face, that gorgeous deep eyes and... <sighs> Wait, what were we doing? Oh, oh yeah. Two minutes of news, yes. Okay, darlings, well that's more like <laughs> two minutes and 22 seconds of news. Sorry, um, I, I went off on a little tangent. <laughs> I didn't realize. I was remembering that episode of the, oh, girl. Even thinking about it. Oh, girl. Uh, go Google that. I mean, t take a moment and let yourself enjoy that. Um, he is so pretty. Oh, I, oh, he's very pretty. That uh, Francois Arnold uh, in Midnight, Texas. Oh, he's gorgeous. So um, he was also in Schitt's Creek. Super cute. So super good. Um, I'm going to just go over and recap the ones that I think are the most interesting. Um the ones that need a little bit more explanation. So CBS Love Island. So uh, the Noah Purvis, he did some uh, scenes for Corbin Fisher and beautiful, uh, always the top uh, because he's straight. I don't, I'm guessing straight. Um, so he goes on the show and when it is revealed, which it's always revealed, why do you think that it's not going to come out? <laughs> it's stupid to think it's not going to come out. Um, it, CBS has said, it was brought to our attention. The cast member uh, provided false information on his application to Love Island, which has violated his contestants' agreement. He's been removed from the show. And it's not just removed from the show. He's being scrubbed from the show. Any mention, he's been removed from the website, commercials, everything. He's being stripped. Um, and I feel bad. He's a very nice young man. So, like, why shouldn't he be allowed to have sex with some slutty girl in a jacuzzi on primetime television pixelated? I mean... It happens on every other cuckoo dating show. I mean, <laughs> you've seen worse on The Bachelor. Uh, so, I mean, let him enjoy it. I don't know. I don't see any problem with it. And the girls might be into it. Like, when a girl thinks about a threesome, it's with two men. And he he's done it. So, I, I don't see a problem. Whatever. But <laughs> moving on. I have never watched Emmerdale. I, I want to because these two young men are, are very cute. So if you are in the UK and you have watched this show, um, tell me about it. Uh, they're brothers, but in real life, they're, they're a 
couple and it's a happy couple and they're adorable. Uh, Mike Tyson. So, Darlings, if you are unsure if you can vote uh, for any reason, if you uh, any type of prison related things, if you think that you cannot vote, check. Go to to USA.government and find out if you are eligible to vote. Now, more than ever, you need to get out there. You need to vote. This is not the time to say, well, my vote doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> um, your vote does matter this time. And it's not just for president. It's, it's who your elected officials are, who your city representatives are. Every vote for every single um, candidate is important. So put the time and effort in. I have my, I am holding in my hands right now, my, um, my ballot. I've done my, my, I've done my voting. I've done everything right. I'm putting it in the mail, uh, probably tomorrow and I'm done. I voted. I'm, <laughs> where's my sticker? Uh, so please do that. Uh, Blizzard. I'm so excited for Blizzard, this dream haven, um, because, because of how many people, um, left there. So I always joke about the term brain drain and it's something that I learned from an audiobook. And it's when they don't feel appreciated, the people who have the most skills and talent tend to leave. And so there's been a lot of people who left Blizzard because they're just tired of it after Activision took over. So I'm not surprised that now the fact that like Blizzard's co-founder is putting together a new company and they all flock to him because it was probably a great place to work before they got bought. So uh, it's actually two different companies. Uh, Dream Haven is the overall kind of umbrella name, but Secret Door and Moonshot Games are two the two companies. So kind of excited to see the kind of games they come out with. Uh, I'm always I always love a, a new game. Uh, you guys know that. So OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's talk about OnlyFans for a sec. So uh, this model, Reno Gold, he did some stuff with. Um, uh, international mail and he, he did something for box menswear back in 2019 and he was doing some webcam kind of stuff dancing and he decided to switch to OnlyFans so that he didn't have to do that kind of things that he kind of felt below him and I get it um, and he started doing OnlyFans um, does he do does he go full down oh yeah he he goes he does it all um and he goes on to talk about the amount of work that goes into it. It's not just having sex on camera. There is so much work that goes into it. It is a full-time job for him. And he's smart enough to know that he's not doing it forever. Uh, so uh, he goes on to say that he's like, right now, I've got six years left in me. Um, when I turn 30, I want to retire. And he said, I currently have five condos, and I plan on continuing to invest my money um, so that when he retires, he can just live off of, of these rental properties, which I think is genius. I think for a 24-year-old, I wish I was as smart as he was and as beautiful as he was at 24. He's stunning. So if you guys are interested uh, in in enjoying his bounty, because the pictures that they show here, he's got a big ass. He's got a very beautiful bottom. Uh, a very beautiful bottom. So check out uh, Reno Gold. Uh, let me let me actually find the link for you. 
It's actually as easy as that. I just went and found it. Onlyfans.com slash Reno Gold. Reno like in the gambling. Gold is in the metal. Uh, so beautiful, beautiful bottom. Um, and actually pretty reasonably priced for, for OnlyFans. So enjoy that if that is what you want to enjoy. Uh, Schitt's Creek, I, I talked about. Francois Arnold, oh, so happy for you. Um, let's just take a second. Jake Porter. So... I'm looking at some of the tweets he sent. He is a Trump supporter. He's kind of the things he said about the Black Lives Matter movement and police brutality are a little out there. Um, and he is, I guess, friends in some way with Milo, whatever the hell his last name is, the the crazy Yiannopoulos. Um, so not shocked that he was dropped. Uh but I'm also not shocked that they brought him back because Nextdoor Studios put out that whole thing that like Black Lives Matter and we we're saddened and outraged by the recent murder of George Floyd. And they go on about we pledge to take steps to increase our diversity and our recruiting and casting. But I'm sorry, I'm not seeing it like <laughs> you show me that you're putting an effort forth into casting different people. I'm not seeing different people being cast. I'm seeing a lot of white boys. Um, oh God, you're hi you're hiring one or two Latin boys. Hooray. That's not diversity. So um, we need some big dick black folk in there. Um, I think it makes every video. And I'm sorry. And you know what? They're not the only ones. Men.com have got the problems too. Look at Men.com. When they did their uh, Justice League parody, which was good, it was okay. It was okay. Um they didn't have Cyborg in there, but they brought in Green Lantern. Girl, he wasn't in the movie. Okay, uh, so instead of having a black character, which there are so many good robot pounding big dick jokes you could have done, you replace him with another white boy. Like, come on. So, I mean, a, a lot of these uh, various studios have got these issues. Um, he's a beautiful young man. I say young man, he's probably older than me. I have no fucking clue. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be supporting Nextdoor uh, Studios for a while. Uh, just because I, yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't sit right. It really doesn't sit right with me. Um, and I'm not going to even touch, go into that flesh-eating bacteria because I'm like still a little cringy about it because <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I, yeah, oh, my God. I, I would be suing too for a lot of money. Um Taking away my penis. That's, I, it's a lot. That's a lot. Um, they go on to say that he should have been, if he had been given antibiotics right away, um, they might have been able to save it, but he was not given antibiotics right away. Um, it was a longer period of time and they had to amputate. So it wasn't just like it fell off, like they had to cut it off. So, oh God. Oh, I'm uncomfortable now. Um, so let's move on to the main topic. Get to the damn point already. Okay, darlings. So uh, <laughs> that's growing on me. It really is. So darlings, I think for our main topic, I I'm, think I, I've been planning this. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about audiobooks. And I love an audiobook. I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. Um, I will admit I adore a good audiobook. And I thought I would share with you some of my favorite and, and maybe some of the reasons why I love a good audiobook. Um, I had a job that was very 
oh, redundant, not redundant. It's the wrong word. Uh, it's the same thing every day. I mean, it just, it didn't feel like it ever changed. And it was just monotonous. Monotonous is a good word. And I did that job for such a long time and it didn't require me to communicate with people. So it was just go there, do the thing, get out. So I listened to a lot of audiobooks. <laughs> I devoured audiobooks as fast as I could. And I love them. So some of them I listened to multiple times and I just grew to love. And even now I can pick up any of these audiobooks, start listening and just be back and fall into the stories and just be live in these moments. And I think that that's where an audiobook is really amazing. Um, I know for some people, they'd rather have a book in their hand. And trust me, there are many books that I would rather sit there with a book in my hand. I am that person. But I will say uh, for, for younger kids um, who uh, are having difficulty in reading, having an audiobook with that you can listen to while you're reading can sometimes help. Um, that can help where you can hear it and you can see it and you know what the word is. So it worked for me when I was younger and I, I hope that other people would think that it would work for them. Um, but I thought I would share with you some of my favorite books. Now, the one that I obviously have to start with is I have to start with Harry Potter. Brilliantly done, um, has music scoring in it. It's, it's broken down in such a great way. Um, read by Jim Dale, <laughs> an absolute award winner. Series is great. Um, I know that everyone is in a weird place right now with J.K. Rowling. And I don't blame any of you, uh, but for the sake of the audiobook, get it for free <laughs> if you can get it for free. Um, but uh, if you're looking for a good audiobook, that's definitely a great series to get into. The second series I want to talk about is The Wheel of Time. Robert Jordan's epic Wheel of Time. came. Uh, first book came out in 1990. Last book came out, what, <laughs> I think like a year ago? Oh, God, I have to look at it. Um, 2013, so uh, <laughs> a few years ago. Um, but it's, I mean, an epic series, like over 22 years, uh, kind of building the series up. 14 books. Well, 15 if you include the prequel, um, which I tend to not read the prequels uh, unless I'm like, unless I think it's going to be really great. Um, I, I didn't read the prequel. Oh, God, I feel terrible. Uh, so... This series is amazing. It's a, a fantasy series. This is one of those epic fantasy series that are like, there's so much to it that it's really hard. Like, it would be really hard for me to summarize it for you in a way that would make it entertaining. <laughs> uh, but what I'll say is, I have read these in paperback, and I have read these, and I've listened to these books. And when it comes to this series, there are moments that are so much better in writing in front of you. And then there are these moments that are absolutely so good in audio form that there's such so much raw emotion in it that you just can't help but fall into it. I have a prime example. Um, and I will, it's a little bit of a spoiler. So if you are not into being spoiled for this book, uh, fast forward. So one of the characters, her name is Nynaeve Elmera, and uh, she's kind of a, a wisdom of her, her village. Um, who goes off uh, and becomes an Aes Sedai, which is a um, witch, a spellcaster, a female spellcaster. She marries Lan Mendragoran, and he is a former king of a kingdom that has fallen. Um, and he has this moment where he is going back to his kingdom to die. He is going to march across the land 
and die. It's the kind of this last epic battle. It's this moment um, that has to happen. And he has to go and do this as the, the, the prince. So she, and this is where it's epic. She goes from bar to bar. She goes from bar to bar all along uh, the northern coast, the northern uh, territories, where this kingdom used to be. Finding people who used to be citizens of this country and says, your prince is marching to his death. Who will answer his call? Who will march with him? And it is this moment that like, even saying it, I have goosebumps. I am doing it no justice. And if you know the moment I'm talking about, you know it. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's an epic moment. And the pacing and the way it's done is so brilliant in an audio format. So <laughs> get into that series uh, and let's move on to the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Uh, and the reason why I think that that one, uh, I get to go back to the Wheel of Time for a second because the, what was really cool about that is it has two narrators, uh, uh, Kate Redding and Michael Kramer. So it has when uh, it's a man's perspective or female's perspective, it goes back and forth between the two narrators, which I think was seamlessly done really, really well. Uh, the next series for me, um, and the reason I will tell you why I love it, um, I love the Sookie Stackhouse uh, Southern Vampire Mystery Series. There are, I believe, 12 books. <laughs> Very good. Um, all set. Uh, this is the series that True Blood is based on. Um, and a lot of people who did not like True Blood or love True Blood, this is an amazing series that is independent of True Blood because it goes in directions that the TV show never touched. Uh, I think it's really brilliant. Joanna Parker, I hope she won an award for this because this is the best audio performance for an audiobook because she goes back and forth between different types of Southern accents, different types of, of non-Southern American accents, European, Scandinavian. She goes seamlessly through these accents to the point that you forget this is one woman who's reading this. And it's so well done. Um, it's probably edited to be so smooth. Uh, but <laughs> So uh, I will never have that problem. Um, Mostly because I never sound that smooth, but it's it's brilliantly done. When when Eric Northman, who is Scandinavian, he was a Viking, is talking to Sookie Stackhouse, and Sookie Stackhouse has this not quite Louisiana droll, uh, but but very uh, but close to that, and then he is got this Nordic accent, Scandinavian uh, inflection. The two of them are having a conversation. You realize this is one woman talking to herself. And it's it's done really, really well. Um, the next one for me, and this is purely for the story uh, standpoint, and I think, and I will explain why I love it, is World of Warcraft War Crimes uh, by Christy Golden. An amazing book. I strongly recommend. If you are a fan of World of Warcraft um, and you have not read this, read it. It's so good from a story perspective. Why I actually prefer listening to this over reading it is that they use pausing, they use pacing um, to create an emotional journey. And, and this is where you have, when you have a really good narrator who really gets it, Scott Brick does this one, it is so good because when you have these moments that are so dark and so terrible. Uh, as an example, you've got Jaina Proudmore, who is, this is the trial, ultimately this is the trial of Garrosh Hellscream. And Jaina Proudmore, whose city was essentially magically nuked 
by Garrosh and his forces. She lost everyone and everything. And her reliving it is the most raw emotional thing. And to have it be done in an audio setting like that was... I found myself getting emotional with her. So this is where an audiobook can really take you to those places. So... So I have three more to talk about very quickly. Um, if you're into a good autobiography, um, Tina Fey's Bossy Pants, read by Tina Fey, brilliant. Um, and Amy Poehler's Yes, Please is uh, an amazing audiobook. Um, I would even actually throw in You're Never, uh, you're never Weird on the Internet, <laughs> uh, which is Felicia Day's uh, audiobook, um, all read by the those people. And I think that having... Um, the writer read them, you get their sense of humor immediately. Uh, but for me, the quintessential, the greatest of all audiobooks, and <laughs> people will disagree and I don't care, World War Z. So we need to take a te- second to talk about World War Z. So you cannot bring up World War Z uh, without, you have to bring up the author. Max Brooks, an amazing author, um, came out with World War Z, and he also came out with the Zombie Survivor's Guide. Now, the Zombie Survivor's Guide is an encyclopedia. And if you actually ever listen to an audiobook of that, it reads like someone is reading an encyclopedia. I find it incredibly soothing. Others do not. Uh, for those of you who hear Brooks and you have a, a, your ears twitch, Max Brooks is the son of uh, Anne Bancroft and Mel Brooks. Um so he's amazing. I think he's adorable. Um, but <laughs> so uh, amazing. So World War Z is a, how do I describe it? It is a retelling. What it is, um, without ruining anything, is an after action report done by Max Brooks. And Max Brooks is the narrator of his own story. He is going around the world. This is post-World War Z. And he's interviewing people and how they experienced the war, how they survived, what they did. So when I thought about this in the form of a movie, which this became a movie in 2013, um, I kept hoping for a faux documentary. Like those documentaries, like that one season of... um, American Horror Story, where they had actors playing the real people and then the real people were talking. It could have been so brilliant that way. Kind of a mock documentary. Um, but they didn't go that route. They went with the full-on <laughs> Bells and Whistles movie that was not good. Um, they changed the zombies. I'm sorry, the whole Carpenter Ant zombies thing kill me, kills me. And I am terrified of zombies. Uh, but where the audiobook is brilliant is it has a full cast of characters. Now, every other book I've, I've told you about has a single or a, a two different um, narrators. But every single person you're speaking to um, who is telling their story, you're hearing their story in their voice. Max Brooks, who's kind of the interviewer, is interviewing them, and you'll hear him every so often um, he'll set up like where we are, who, who we're talking to, kind of. He'll set up what we're what we're seeing. They're the ones telling us the story about what they did, and the fact that it's a full cast is brilliant. So when I say full cast, I'm not joking around. Like this cast is brilliant. 
Um, there are some amazing talents. So Nathan Fillion, everyone knows Nathan Fillion, uh, Paul Sorvino, which I remember from Goodfellas. Um, you've got someone like Carl Reiner, like how do you fucking not know Carl Reiner? Like just, um, you've got Martin Scorsese, Simon Pegg, uh, Bruce Boxleiter. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying that last name wrong, who I love, um, because he replaced the first captain on Babylon 5, huge fan of Babylon 5, Jerry Ryan from, from Star Trek Voyager, um, Henry Rollins, which, by the way, I'm in love with Henry Rollins. I've always been in love with Henry Rollins, and I would still do inappropriate things to Henry Rollins. I love him so much. He's got a voice that you know immediately who it is. Um, Mark Hamill, you immediately know who Mark Hamill is, and you're just like, oh, Mark Hamill, hi. Um, it's great. Cal Penn, uh, <laughs> you mean, you know, Alan Alda. Alan Alda, you, like, as soon as you hear that voice, you know exactly who it is, and he was perfectly cast so when you hear it you know he is the exact right person and i immediately go to him in um <laughs> when he was in west wing like it was just so perfect uh so you have carl reiner you have rob reiner another one that you're just like oh my god um i'm trying to think oh who else there's a bunch of people um uh permandir kur nagra uh from bennett like beckham um, and from ER, who I'm like, oh, okay, I remember her. Um, the one that hit me and I was like, oh my God, because I heard the voice and I thought it was who it was, but I had, it wasn't until I actually went and pulled up all these people that I'm like, oh, holy shit. Renee, uh, our, oh God, I always say this wrong. Uh, a Bergenois, um, who I am a huge nerd, <laughs> Star Trek nerd. Um, he played Odo in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I, Love that part. I did not realize it was him in this. So um, this full cast telling you these stories. Now, if you're not a gore person, there are a couple of moments that are gory. This is not a horror series. So there, there, there is definitely suspense built, but it's not, that's not what the kind of book it is. And when you listen to it, you'll understand what I mean because they're telling these stories. And yes, there are some scary moments, but it's not meant to frighten you. And the fact that you know that everyone who you're talking to survives and they're telling the, the story after the fact um, helps. So for someone like me who's terrified of zombies, this book series is perfect for that. And I've listened to it so many times and I recommend you listen to it. Now, it is an abridged audiobook, So I have to explain that there are... It means that it's been adapted for an audiobook. So when I say that, because of how this is formatted, because this is interviews and sometimes anecdotes from Max Brooks, there are sections that get left out. Um, there's a lot of like underlying story things that are in the written book that I had no idea because the first time I listened to it, I, I listened to it before I read it. And when I went back and read it, I'm like, I didn't know that about Mexico. Why didn't they talk about Mexico? And then you realize, like, he talked about Mexico in passing, but he never actually spoke to anyone from Mexico. So how would it fit in the audiobook? So I totally get it. So it's it's a different experience. So for someone who likes to sit down and read a book, do it. Absolutely. Sit down and read the book. Listen to the audio, and it's a whole different performance. So um, that is <laughs> it. I can't um, – I'm not going to keep going. I've gone a long time talking about audiobooks. I love the story. <laughs> if you have an audiobook that you think I'll enjoy, 
tell me about it. I mean, I am all about an audiobook. You guys, I, I just rambled for, for 15 minutes about it. Um, I love it so much. If you guys are looking, if you guys think that you would like these recommendations, what I recommend, and <laughs> there's the plug, audible.com. Uh, audio, uh, audible.com lets you sign up. It's actually a very affordable process. Um, if you sign up, you get your first book free. Uh, uh, so any book you want, if you want to get World War Z, strongly recommend it. It's amazing. It'll be worth it. Um, if not, you can actually, uh, after that, it's a monthly charge. Uh, you can, of course, cancel at any time. And with that monthly charge, you get one free audiobook a month. And those books are saved so that if you ever decide you want to re-listen to them again down the line, you can do that. So $14.95 a month. How much are you paying for Netflix right now? <laughs> um, get into an audiobook. You can stream or download thousands of titles. Uh, it's $14.95 a month for one audiobook of your choice. Uh, and then um, if you choose to buy more, you can buy more and they're saved. So you can pretty much listen to them whenever you want. Okay, darlings. Well, that is it for me this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am going to go ahead and play my outro soon, but I do want to read this comment that came from RC. Um, RC is a longtime listener and he had commented on one of the episodes on Podbean and it made me so happy when I saw it that I could not wait to read it for you guys. It says, Jay and I love binging your show. It's hilarious to listen to you revisit the Big Silly Homo days. Great idea. Um, I will say that I love listening to those old episodes, but at the same time, I cringe at how much of a douche I was when I was younger. I, but I can admit it. I can admit that a lot of the shit that came out of my mouth wasn't meant to be hateful. It was just ignorant. It was just, I didn't know any better. And it's a, it's a piss poor excuse. I am the first person to say that that's not an excuse for that behavior, but I know that I am not that way anymore. So I, I appreciate that. And I hope that those of you who listen to the old days and listen to the new days know that that is not me anymore. So I'm going to play my outro here. Uh, I want to thank those people. I am like, because you guys know how I am about the statistics. Uh, the large group of people in the UK who have downloaded this month. Uh, so <laughs> um, uh, 71 in the UK this month. I'm kind of amazed. Um, maybe it's all that talk about the Great British Bake Off. I don't know, but I love the UK. So darlings, um, call me because I want to hear the accent. And... Um, uh, t tell me where you're from because there's I know there are so many accents in, in that country um, and tell me about the two actors who are brothers on the show and uh, are dating in, in real life I want to hear about this give me the tea okay so uh, give me the tea uh, uh, not milk first because I'm not a savage uh, so <laughs> so darlings I will leave it here have a great week Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And darlings, I love to hear from you. So give me a call at 716-236-8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at DonnaSugars.com, or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at DonnaSugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. And check me out at trainingbeta.com slash DonnaSugars. That's trainingbeta.com, your all-in-one resource for all things rock climbing. Not because I actually want to climb any mountains myself, but God, all rock climbers are really sexy. Like, I think they have to be sexy if they're going to climb a mountain with their bare hands. Oh, the back muscles. 
Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.